That's right. Okay. We are going on, and the music time is happening, even though I'm not hearing out the speakers, but it doesn't matter. It's intro. Intro musiciness. Yeah, there we go. So, that sound means that shit's about to get spooky. Because we've got hella spooky news. And we have Isaac joining us. Howdy. Dude, so good to have you. Uh, a personal for me. idol in the flesh. I've like totally swooned over your work for years. <laughs> but we haven't gotten a chance to like really kick it or anything like that, nonetheless. But um, as much as we don't usually interview, do you mind if I ask you like a couple questions? You can ask me as many questions as your heart desires. Magical. Because uh, it wasn't until meeting you the other day at Rebar, like in the flesh, that I had any idea that you would have any kind of accent or anything. I thought this was like a Las Vegas grown thing. Well, I mean, I'm sure some growing happened in Las Vegas. There always is. But where did you hail from originally? So I'm from the UK originally, the Midlands, and I've lived in Vegas for about six years. Nice. Uh, and I didn't start Recycle Propaganda until I moved to Vegas. So yeah, essentially it is Vegas grown. Whoa! And it, I've been it doing looks, it like a little bit over five years now, so yeah. It, it looks and smells like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it has a lot of sort of ways that people growing up in England are taught to critique things mm. in some of the messaging, maybe with uh, street art and more West Coast influence in that way. For sure. You know, I think that shows up for me at least self, uh, subconsciously in the way that it communicates, because I always felt your pieces communicate well. There's not like, a, oh, I wonder what he means. But like, you're, well, you're you not so heavy-handed. That. <laughs> that Well, sometimes it's so heavy-handed that you're like, oh, I was no wonder what he means. And there aren't other like layers to discover in it. And to have that combo is rare to find, where you're like, oh, I feel like I get it, but I feel like but there's more I to don't. it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, totally. That. But that's, to me, that really like sums up the beauty of art, is nuance. Mm -hmm. And having that gray area that, wait, I'm sure it means this. And then you look again and you're like, but does it mean that? Or does it mean something else? And it starts like an internal dialogue where you discover more about the issue because of that spark rather than because of Pete, somebody like giving you a puzzle piece mm. to fit in your mind. It's That's not really how your mind works. You have to figure shit out like the way you figure it out and the way your mind works yeah. about every issue totally so that's why totally. i really like yeah art. or just bluntly telling you i think is a problem sometimes too where <laughs> yeah. you, you might think a piece is really cool at first and you get sick of it right away because it's candy like and just uh saying just hitting you over the head with something mm -hmm. and to have more longevity that really comes with stuff that's uh has more finesse, more subtlety, and less. Uh, yeah, someone more said. Thought. To, someone said to me today. Well, you know, with the political art, you better strike while the iron's hot. And I don't <laughs> feel like I'll ever be short on inspiration. No, because <laughs> it's not about. It's not about like these certain really like headlinery issues. It's just about the underlying causality of that, which yeah. is just lack of critical thought about everything. Yeah. There's no bound to that. Complacency. And treating the audience, treating the viewer like they're intelligent enough to get it. 
Yeah. I think it's really cool too. Well, I think when you're a kid, you have this um, experience of adults talking down to you and it fucking infuriates you. Yeah. So, and I feel like adults talk down to other adults. It's For like, sure. No, talk up to them and make them go and like research and make themselves cleverer rather than assuming everyone's a dumbass. <laughs> right? Beautiful. <laughs> awesome. Man, I just got hella kindred spirit vibes. I'm so happy you're here. Um, I hope, I was going to say, I hope you feel like one of us, but I hope more so you feel like we're one of you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, boy, do we have juicy nuggets to play with, uh, socio-politically today. There's like sections, but what section are you feeling most today, Mallow? I, I want to jump right into, uh, the big issue of freedom of speech and our good friends. Our main man, Alex Jones. Yikes, yeah, things are getting crazy with him right yeah. now. Like, so for anyone who's not aware, he uh, he got pulled from Facebook and YouTube. Either yesterday or today, whenever. And I heard Google as well. Oh, really? I didn't hear Threw that. Threw a few of his sites down or something like that. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe I didn't hear that. It's like an alt left conspiracy. Yeah, of course, of course it is. Dismantle and overthrow the alt right. Of course it is. And, uh... And like it's all, but I hate the me- the messaging of it right away. Is like they're infringing on his rights. It's censorship, and it it may be like some degree of that, but they're private companies. They can do that. Like if when you sign up for YouTube or Facebook, you have to agree to the terms and conditions, and if you don't do that, you waive the right to appear on their platforms. Yeah. Like yeah, can- but I think when their platforms are marketing and basing themselves as a platform. To- for democracy Mm -hmm. that's where that gets like muddy like you have zuckerberg positioning himself like no we are going to be the ethical sort of guidelines of the world and then you have one rule for like left-leaning fraud or election rigging and then when it's the right they're like whoa this can't happen because they're bringing their own like political bias into it kind of unavoidably Yeah, yeah but like the alex jones thing is like, where do you draw the line at what hate speech is? Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's a really know. touchy subject, too, and it's it's murky, and there, it's a huge gray area, and it's yeah. like... You, you, you could know. argue a lot of my art is hate speech. I mean, you really could argue that. You could probably argue a lot of what you guys talk about is... There's totally chunks right? of stuff we can say that on any given episode you could pull out the wrong chunk and declare hate speech that's what's really scary about that and that's i feel like that's just a term that we're thrown around now in order to justify censorship which you guys in the radio industry no matter how fucking crazy the shit you have to say is you should be able to put it out there right yeah it's not like we're going mad off message or off uh off brand People should know what they're getting into with a certain brand. And yeah, deal with, that. with him, like, yeah. right? You know what you're in store for. He's had the same messaging. Like, mm. who is he offending there? Like, who? Yeah, and, but there, like, also there's there's times where he's like sitting here talking about there's going to be a civil war and we have mm-hmm. to be able to defend our and be prepared, you know, to go out in the streets and like arm but, yourselves. But do you not think as a regular? person of society he reflects a demographic that we rarely interact contact with so it's useful having him to be like holy shit like fucking millions of people have these like zionist based like conspiracy theory-esque views about the government and the federal government 
I want to know about them. Especially uh-huh. living in Nevada, like a lot of that stuff's rooted in yeah. states like this. Yeah. Why censor that and shove it into the underground where I- you can't be exposed and be able to interact with it in a well, way that you can I think know it's real. There are thing. deeper issues than that. I think by censoring it, you justify the conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So their big conspiracy is government controls everything and media, and then you censor them, and they're like, see, I fucking yeah. told you. At, the, the, very least, right. at yeah. the very least, the censorship makes it cool. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, <laughs> there's, another, there's another aspect I saw, like, because he started tweeting about it, because he's still on Twitter, and then someone responded that it's a uh, it's a false flag censorship. You, you, they said yeah, you just act- to hype up the site. Yeah, you actually deleted. You deleted all your content. That and is you're, so and great. you're just pretending like you're yeah. you're a crisis actor now. Oh man, like, that's juicy. Yeah. You're so a I mean, it depends how in your own promotion. Yeah, false it depends flag. how you spin it. You false know? flag censorship. Yeah. But oh, no, man. it is, and it. I mean, it's it's going to be a constant issue just with the way the. I mean, the internet is and how information is now. And, like, there's not the same rules for the internet as there is for, like, broadcast television, you know? So it's kind of this, should it be regulated like broadcast television? Well, there is a really good solution for this that was being tested out and I think is still a good solution, in my opinion, that rather than censor things like this, unless, I guess, we've already agreed as a society that we're going to draw the line with things like child pornography or like serious disembowelment, things like that. But barring that, when it's something in this hate hate speech pocket that is so gray and so easy to misdefine, why not just put a contradicting opinion nearby? For example, uh, we all agree that it's not healthy for society for like stuff on the stupid level of flat earth to be like propagated like it's real but man we need that free speech to at least be able to make jokes about well like that and, and, it, that. and it's and use it's a useful exercise in questioning something that you think is certain and that may is. not be so, for sure because there's things that we think are that stupid yeah. as a society that we're going to be wrong about there always has been yeah and, and there has been like historically hundreds sure. of those things where people like so for sure so as much as a part of me wants to censor a lot of mistruth and uh, pull that off the platform because people are going to believe that and it's going to harm them and it's harmful thought i i feel like as that's a that has these other consequences to it but if there's proven scientific things and other articles things that have been debunked that you can put right below that so at least a person that's in the hole uh of getting fed this echo chamber bullshit of things that are totally biased and untrue if some things are just tossed into their feed that might give them a contradicting opinion so i think that instead of censoring then organizations like facebook and google should invest the energy into making the algorithms better yeah for sure in order for stuff that is ratified to come up first Mm -hmm. but the answer is not to censor anything and when to come back to child pornography, I think that's a really interesting point. To me, where you draw the line there is where are you harming or affecting somebody's emotional and physical mm-hmm. well-being? Because there's a victim And there. if you're peer-to-peer yeah. talking to somebody, sure, I could lull you and hypnotize you through yeah. my deep, somber Alex Jones voice into a self, <laughs> you know, yeah. a self-reflecting crisis. <laughs> but by and large, that's a no-harm 
scenario, sure. so he should be able to say what the fuck he wants. Yeah, like, conversation with adults should never be declared yeah. a harm scenario. Like, we're consensual <laughs> in this process, no one's forcing us to listen to Alex Jones. Totally. So why should I think that my rights as a person to consume everything have mm. been infringed upon by his stuff not being able available to me, yeah. even though I don't look at his shit, but I think I might follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Well, worst yeah. case, it can be labeled. I mean, I feel like censorship is such a giant uh, mallet for something that could just be finessed with a tiny little screwdriver. Well, it's, of, the, la uh, it's the lazy approach, I yeah. think. It's the lazy like approach to they sit down and they say, how can we shut up all these people on the left complaining about this, let's just do this. Yeah, it's but totally I think, lazy. I, I really think the false flag thing... <laughs> no, I'm totally on board. Yeah. So because great. it's like the best self-promotion. So yeah. He's got so many hits right. after it's happened. For real. Yeah, but no, and it, it just like flips it on it. But like, there's another aspect too that I think is important is that like, what if these conspiracy theories drive someone to do something that like hurts other people like there was when the pizzagate thing came out and alex jones was kind of a pusher of that theory yeah there, then that gunman shows there up. was a dude who actually went to the pizza parlor yeah and like shot it up i don't, I don't think but that isn't his, that isn't his fault if one of my pieces of art drives somebody to shoot anywhere up that's their fault and that's how adult responsibility lies for sure I think, personally. Otherwise, everybody made you do everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Worst case, I mean, you could take a less lazy route and at least label it. Like, this article might be hate speech. This <laughs> may contain bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need, like... <laughs> that's that's a real that yeah. compromise that's fair. And it's I still actually, allows free speech. I've seen, like, Facebook, I've seen a little more of that now. When I see, like, one article, I'll see right below it another one that's, like, a differing point of view or something that like kind of backs it up with uh, uh -huh. more data. Yeah, and just, YouTube like, search too. I remember YouTube even like a couple years ago, you'd just get like hella verification of Flat Earth just like looking into it like the most. I know Google's tried really hard with that to get some vetted no, stuff to out. help. Yeah. The real way to solve it is let it vent, yeah. let it out. That's how I believe. If the far alt-right want to like have a platform to say what they've got to say that's better than bombing mm. oklahoma city and, right and yeah. giving a little bit more love to the algorithm so it breaks up the echo chamber situation well i think it gives I, people some other i think views. a greater issue that this represents is how the like algorithmic sort of filtering of what we see filters it to what we like and where that point society if we only ever see what we like yeah and this is part of that like we're going to filter this out so you don't see it because you don't like it yeah. and then eventually 20 years down the line everything i see i love you're like uh, oh. and then you go uh, out into the real world and you meet someone and you're like holy fuck then you just hate everybody in the real world yeah exactly <laughs> like, and then everyone's racist it, it's really <laughs> weird because like it, it almost seems like there's like these uh perceived realities are really starting to diverge where like two large groups yeah. of the population totally have like a different, a different total take yeah. on their experience living in the yeah. same country yeah i and really it, feel that and it's like really drastic too and large groups of people it's not just like oh i think things are slightly different than you do yeah and people that live like geographically neighbors they could be that's mm. the even crazier part i think historically within the u.s you've had that geographic like 
disparity with yeah. those thought processes, but now it seems to be like a bit more face to face, and that's why it's so volatile. Yeah. Man, I like, love how we dug into that. I'm feeling it. <laughs> False flag. Yeah. I, what's funny, I was going to say about the Flat Earth thing earlier, is that you go to, like, the, the Flat Earth Society website, and my brother used to go on there a lot, and uh, he told me that it really started as, like, a debate, like, practicing debate. Yeah. Because yeah. if you could defend Flat Earth, then you can debate anything. And, and that's why I like it, 100%. Yeah. But it's like, I just think it's funny that stuff like that starts off kind of as, like, uh, in jest. Almost, and then it just like people just pile on, yeah. and they're like, "Isn't oh. that how Christianity started?" Yeah, right. Yeah, like <laughs> someone's like, "There's this guy, Jesus, right?" Wait, yeah. I have a I have a better theory uh, beyond that that I have to bring up, but I want to let you. Oh no, no, go ahead. Okay, so what if uh, Christianity didn't just start only like that, like we know many religions did, uh, with with a leader and people agreeing something, you know, echo chamber and all that. What if it was actually a propaganda campaign by the Romans? Because it's really interesting that his life story would almost exactly mirror uh, Hero, yeah, which e the Egyptian. Jews wouldn't know about the legend of Hero, but all of the Romans would. Not only that, but turning water into wine was just common Roman slang for taking a piss, but that slang didn't exist in Jewish culture. Um, also, why was Jesus such a revolutionary to overturn uh, Jewish law and reform Judaism, but he had no problem with any Roman law whatsoever, even like gave himself to this king. Oh, and this, this king emperor dude, I forgot his title, uh, Herod, was like, hey, I'll, you can totally kill this uh, thief or this guy who's saying all this heretic stuff. Oh! The people said to kill him. Yeah. The the Roman government's hands off. That it's not their fault. They didn't kill this nice mellow. <laughs> I think that you're way more accurate than the commonly held belief. But I feel like something more dramatic probably is the reality. Mm -hmm. And Jesus may not have even existed. Yeah, I feel that pretty strongly. Especially yeah. with the not only uh, historical evidence and lack thereof for the whole 30 year span. Yeah. Uh, but just what's available. Well, it, the first book in the Bible was written like 30, 50 years after for the sure. death of Christ. And <laughs> I'm quite the religious scholar. It's fascinating. I've read many a book on it. And nice. yeah, it's, once you like learn the history of it, you really realize that people believe in stuff they don't have any clue about. Yeah. And it's terrifying. Because they believe yeah. it with all their might to the point that you'll give your life. And especially with the radical Islam stuff, you're like, just like learn a little bit about who wrote your religion, when they wrote it, how it was originally written, how it was redacted, mm -hmm. changed a million fucking times, and then yeah. you think it's relevant now, 2,000 years later? Or and what were the motivations between, be yeah. behind the people that put what together at what and stages? The, but the thing that I've been struggling, I would categorize myself as a hardcore atheist uh -huh. the thing that i struggle with is viewing that need for religion in that historic time period to progress society and be a little bit more like respectful of it because of that mm -hmm. even though i think t in today's day and age data or science is much more of a contemporary religion that people follow do you find yourself history. uh reappreciating ritual as an atheist Finding no. that 
Ah, because I feel just like... Re, re, just appreciating that at <laughs> one point in history, it was a real rebellious and revolutionary act mm-hmm. to be a Christian. And you don't see that because where Christianity is today. And it's hard to understand that within history. Yeah. Religion played such a vital role throughout human history. And I feel that because of its role and what's genetically in us and what societies tend to lean on intuitively that there's still a role for rituals and traditions as far as how they can bring people together and get people thinking on the same mindset and feel like they're on the same team (laughs) edm is a great example of that that i didn't think of see i was thinking of things you go to edc everybody's like dressed very similarly it mm. just happens to be scantily clad clothing <laughs> and they're all like dancing methodically to consistent beat mm. and like worshiping you know a shared experience Sh- shared experience the, sense of community the facilitation of mm. drugs yeah. which is like a very religious experience well, when you, you step have, away from it possibly totally. the majority of people involved might not even be on any drugs yeah. i've heard as much as 50 or 60 percent oh, of people yeah. totally no. sober doing that That's and the they're problem. still getting just... <laughs> they're making their own drugs well i mean it's obviously a huge percentage on drugs you just then. assume everyone's in the state that you're yeah. in but that's the thing right? they so, are though they yeah. put themselves in that place there's yeah. this shared experience and they get these drugs even if they're making them in their own brain because sure, you transfer them just via yeah. the energy that you put out there 100 meditation is another thing that i think uh, replaces a lot of what's missing when you remove religion that's still valuable that time to like reflect and whatever that's meditation when people means to are a person on their phone like scrolling through instagram <laughs> that's in not a meditative state like you see them they're like just there their mind is blank that might be hypnotized but not necessarily <laughs> yeah. meditative it's new it's new instagram meditation but yeah on that note just side note if you're really thinking a lot about meditation but seem like it's something that you have to like learn to get into or some kind of barrier in front of it if you just like pay attention to your breathing that's it's amazing how core that is to like transcendental meditation like the most popular meditations is just like hey if you're really paying attention to your breathing and get lost in your thoughts like lost in no thoughts if you can like flex that muscle of not thinking about anything and like focusing on your breathing is a great gateway to that no and i think people if you're very scientifically minded out there think about what you consume your body consumes and people don't understand air is one of the two major things we consume other than like liquid and food mm, so, we so need underrated to, yeah we need to focus on consuming that and yeah. breathing deeper totally yeah <laughs> your mind will follow i'm right brain a little a little rest yeah sometimes <laughs> such a suspenseful sound about it like oh no we're all gonna rest yeah. our brains give me give me another topic now my man i just want to double check this real quick uh space force yo did you know that there's gonna be hell a space force merch yeah, that that's uh as much as I love merch, it's gotta piss you off that that's such blatant capitalization of a government yeah. program. Right. <laughs> and like Pick out make- a crappy logo, we're gonna sell you merch for it. That's what the Space Force is about. Yeah. And like there's already like uh division of the Air Force that's like supposed to be responsible for yeah. space anyhow, like 
the Air like Space Force already exists in the Air Force, but like it just seems like a total fucking con job. Massively. Like, like every everything else, like I mean, how many infrastructure weeks have, have been gone? Every everyone has way better health care now. You know, we all we all know these facts, right? So Space Force is definitely gonna happen. That's why we have to sell all you guys merch. That's yeah. probably not to pay my legal fees, that's for damn sure. Have you guys seen any of the logos? I okay. have not, no. One looks like a ripoff of No Man's Sky. And <laughs> better yet, it says like next at Mars or something. When Space Force is supposed to be like protecting American satellites and like a uh, a military agency, not an exploration agency at all, let alone something that has anything to do with Mars. So it's like, oh, let's get on that Mars hype campaign. Another was a completely stolen NASA logo. Yeah. Like, one of the NASA shapes that's, like, I thought was copyrighted to NASA already, let alone the NASA font. Uh, another one looks, oh, man, there was a ripoff of something else that was super obvious. Actually, I actually have a link for this. So I, I actually happen to disagree with you both and think Space Force is an excellent idea. Because Great. any investment in space is good, right? But what if it's space <laughs> wartime? Yeah. Well, if you look at the development of history and why America is at the so-called forefront of civilization currently, it was all through wartime technology. Yeah. And even though I hate it and I hate how like warmongering humanity is... I mean, at least through that, we'll develop technologies to leave the Earth once we've fucked it up and go find a new Earth. And fuck I know. That, that would be great. undeniably good point because we need that. We need a spare Earth really yeah, bad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We do. We've fucked this one. It's already too late. <laughs> I mean, the fires are raging. The sea levels are rising. Who knows what's going to so, crash into it that's floating around And Trump there. isn't doing Space Force because of that. He's just watched no. too many, like... But if it leads to, it's that, to sell merch. you've got a great point. <laughs> yeah, it's to, sell, it's to it. boost the GDP. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Just like everything else is, but I really think, like, there's no one to defend up there. So it's kind of like a military UN exercise. So let's get the technological capabilities to be able to... And sure, that's not a good thing, but it's probably going to propel space travel more than anything has since the space race. And think about it's how okay, long ago it was so. since we first fucking went to the moon. Yeah. We haven't done dig. Mm-hmm. Well, we have done a lot, but like, in it's terms of those, like, in terms happened. of like how quickly that development was and why did that happen? Happened because like Russia yeah. strong on does into it because we made it about politics and that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what's going to happen here. Putin's going to say no. We're going to have a Space Force. It's going to be better than your shit right. Space Force. Wink. Why they both wink and spend money <laughs> on each other. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, meanwhile, in Venezuela, the dude almost gets killed by a drone. <laughs> yeah, Venezuela. <laughs> I didn't hear about fuck. that yet. Tell me you more about that. You have to see that fucking video. Yeah. So Who's Maduro, drone was this? Maduro, like Venezuela, the president he's a dictator he's doing a speech was this one of his drones or oh, and no. a drone flies up he looks at it and it fucking explodes the whole crowd scatters all of his uh, cronies come on with like bulletproof vest yeah. that's right. i remember this now, and yeah. like i think it was fucking the u.s trying to assassinate this dude like so wait. they're like let's fly the drone in and he's ah fuck <laughs> blew it up too early so this drone came in to assassinate maduro and there's been plenty of other assassination attempts on him what I don't get is uh, why this drone didn't succeed, because it scarred all these windows and stuff, 
And I, I, I can't believe someone could have gotten that drone there and not gotten it all the way. Yeah, but it makes it me could, almost wonder. It makes me wonder whether it's something like uh, people trying to warn of a threat. Yes! You know, that doesn't That's exist. Exactly so, where like, I was going. I'm going to blow it up here to teach you fucking guys a lesson that you could all be dead. Yeah. Or, yeah if I don't that's what I felt. Or from maybe the story. someone like shot it because it just they saw it and they're like drone shouldn't be here and they fired on it and it exploded or but something. But there's shit. no that would have to be something that was covered up, which easily could have happened. If it happened, it would have been the gnarliest video of <laughs> an execution because it would have been this president watching a drone come towards him, yeah. thinking it was videoing him, <laughs> and then just blowing up and oh, fucking man. tearing his head off. That would have been one of the coolest. <laughs> That's like the best since JFK. Right. Like, slow that shit down. Yeah, but the fact that it didn't get him, it just really feels like it could have if it meant <laughs> yeah. to. And yeah, it feels like 90s drone technology, like I'm hovering, right? I'm struggling, which maybe suggests it is more like Venezuelan and like they just got the drone from uh -huh. Amazon and they like strapped a bomb to it. And they it could have really... been a sloppy operation. Yeah, because yeah, I think if like, if the US wanted to assassinate him, like, he would just be dead. Yeah, the drone would be right? a missile. We'd send it from over here and go right to him. Yeah, yeah but if they wanted to do it and make it look like it was someone else, that's yeah. a different oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. False I, flags, man. I didn't yeah. think Everywhere. the drone could have been shot down. I didn't think that was possible from the reports. But with Maduro there, anything could have been falsified or hidden enough for that could, to have just been... Yeah, South yeah. America, Central America know. is like a fucking boiling point, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, we're like denying a, uh, asylum more than ever. Yeah, but we're not... We're, the thing that it frustrates me as somebody as part of like leftist or progressive thought is nobody like zooms out and learns US history and understand what is happening in that region. And the reason for these migratory flows from South America to America are to do with US intervention in the past decades. It's like creating instability because <laughs> of whatever reason, oil rights, yeah, drugs. They didn't become that unstable in a vacuum. Yeah. Our intervention took those countries to those places largely, and here we don't want to take yeah. any responsibility, even for rescuing people that we've traditionally always rescued. Yeah. It's so anus. When you learn that, it makes it doubly, like, fucked up, and I think if people understand the, like, lengths to which that is true in yeah. Central and South America, maybe they would change their mind about immigration a little bit more. Right. Like, well, fuck, we made all these immigrants, even in Syria. Like, a, yes. lot, of, a lot of world policy is fucked up because of the US. They have bases in all the fucking countries. So, the least you can do is take the people in once they're right? leaving their war-torn homes that you created. <laughs> right? That's what we've been screaming for a minute. And then tax yeah. them. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah we get to tax them, right? too. Ta-da! Yeah. Well, you don't want to be a citizen. Yeah. This shit's expensive. Right? They want to right? pay taxes. Why are we turning that down? <laughs> people at the border just be like, it's not worth it. Go go somewhere else. Yeah, these people didn't grow up with my teenage sense of entitlement. They want to work. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. What, work a lot what I've learned from American being in America assets. is the whiter your skin, the worse you are at working. Oh, right? my. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how Puerto Rican I am. I feel it. I don't want to work. That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's those centuries of like glacial period in Europe uh -huh. just made us lazy. We're just in the cave, like yeah. getting white. Meanwhile, in Africa, they're like plowing, trying to make all the vitamin D you can under yeah. those clouds. It's like, damn, this shit is hard. We got to fight in the Neanderthals every day. Oh man. <laughs>
And then Africa's turning into China Junior. China's just paving all the roads and, yeah. like, claiming them. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, like, uh, we'll take your mines. We'll mine over here. I read something really interesting about Africa that I thought I should share right now. <laughs> so it says that a lot of problems in Africa exist because... When Europe was divvying up Africa, they literally had the perimeter of the whole continent and were like, okay, where do you want France? Where do you want Portugal? And drew lines like where they wanted their countries to be. And those lines went through tribal regions that had been there for thousands of years. Oh, yeah. And still to this day, if you look at Ethiopia is a great example and Eritrea, they just made a really uh, prolific peace deal is you have a country that has torn tribes in half, and those tribes are so old that it just results in centuries of conflict and bloodshed. And yeah. Again, we just think, like, oh, Africa's so fucked up because they're always killing each other and chopping each other's hands off. We taught them how to do that shit. The whole right? chopping arm thing off was a Dutch invention, I think, to, like... Oh, gosh. Is, Holy yeah. shit. Or Liberia. <laughs> the whole story behind Liberia existing is like, ugh. Yeah, so I think... <laughs> And I just recent, I just did a design like yesterday where mm. I like redrew the borders of the earth and uh. like gave each section like a brand, a company. Like oh, I saw yeah. that, and yeah. it's like a hundred years from now, <laughs> and the sea levels rose, and it's kind of about that. Like, <laughs> it's so good. You know, borders are just <laughs> fucking made up anyway, and people need to realize that. And politics, the the corporate logos, it's just. So aware of the fact that there's corporations behind everything political in this country. It's a totally corporate-run yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything public has corporate interests behind it. There's no, like, truly public anything. And it's not... And my point is, is people think it's ridiculous that a company would own a country. <laughs> but it isn't. Like, it's going to happen, like, probably in 10 years. God. Some folk, Amazon yeah. are going to be, like, oh, buying this country right? and doing... Or somebody, and... It'll be Amazon, yeah. It will be, yeah. And be I think one. that we need to recognize yeah. that it's plausible before, like, laughing it down, because then it's going to happen so quick, it's going to kick us in the ass. Yeah. Just like everything else. And the rate of development now is just, like, steaming ahead so much. How could one see that as implausible, let alone impossible, when yeah. it's like, we're halfway there? <laughs> they already, like, have more rights than a person For can sure. own, like physical real estate think about that that's a big diffusion thing. of responsibility <laughs> yeah so there's no feeling like some person is doing bad oh it's just this faceless corporation yeah 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 and what are you, what are you gonna do shut them down like, <laughs> yeah okay yeah imagine if the nazi party was just a company probably would still <laughs> exist right if what <laughs> the nazi party was a oh company. yeah i don't know dupont still exists <laughs> there you go <laughs> exactly my point in hand and we're still Learning all the time. Right, Those yeah. fucking companies, 3M as well. And <laughs> all right. Holy shit. Oh, man. Yeah, no consequences then. Well, it's already crazy. Like, I mean, the media is consolidated into just five or six companies. All the food products we eat are consolidated into like 10 or 12 companies yeah. or something. Even though it seems like a lot more because there's hundreds and thousands of different brands. But, like, 500 brands belong to, like, one company. So. Yeah. No, totally. And one, a couple of the comments on that piece I did were, like, oh, like, I had most of the, like, Northern Hemisphere owned by Shell. Because I figured, <laughs> like, global warming, opening up oil routes, all, they're definitely yeah. going to buy that shit. Someone was like, Shell in Russia, Facebook in China. And I'm like, because you don't realize how they just 
select the most successful brand and go forward with that, yeah. that can represent 10,000 brands. Like if you, especially if you look at like toothpaste or something, mm. you're under the illusion that, that we're in a free market. We're fucking not. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, like they own everything. Yeah. Like Adidas, they own everything. Right. All Nestle. the subsidiary. Yeah. I mean, look yeah. at the graphic design alone. It looks like it's coming out of the same like two firms. <laughs> it's like so the it, same vector art for all these brands. <laughs> <laughs> so if you play that forward, then what happens? Every company becomes like nine or ten or five or one company yeah right yeah because then one one or a few companies can do everything that we need so it just all keeps getting condensed i don't know yeah, probably no, have some no stupid name too it'd be like globe corp <laughs> yeah <Inc. laughs> no it'll be like the evil corp just yeah. very in your face like, just like, like confident that. about it like, yeah. oh they're cocky i like their confidence <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's fine to be evil as long as you're profitable yeah. and confident <laughs> i right. like that confidence <laughs> Face stompers. Evil company seems like they know what they're doing. They yeah. <laughs> oh man, you guys, can we believe? Can we believe? I'm just gonna ask for us collectively. Can we believe it's a it's a a quarter of the podcast has been consumed already? We've gulped down a whole fourth of it with all that thick juiciness. I love this is stuff we, I totally wanted to bring up, like things that you brought up. It's so great. Like you should be on every time. <laughs> but. I also wanted to bring up some fun with uh, DEF CON being in town, the hacker convention. Yeah. So that's in town in Las Vegas. My favorite thing going on in it is that kids are competing to hack election machines. So the Democratic Party sponsored an election machine hacking contest, and they thought it would be too easy to have adults hack these things because there's just so many entry points and stuff. That they're just having kids compete to hack our freaking election machines. And that's at the machine level. That has nothing to do with the, like, social um, hacking that mm -hmm. was done with, like, just information distribution. As far as, like, our, our most recent election being hacked really visually with, like, uh, Russian state-sponsored propaganda, so to speak. I about the hacking, yeah. as you can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> Climb in! I think it's great to, like, <laughs> your main filter to just be like, if you're under 18, you're probably better at hacking, so none of you adults <laughs> even bother. <laughs> right. <laughs> or just that attitude that, like, it, it's, we're going to go straight for kids. It's going to be, even, like, an 18-year-old, that they have it too easy. We need children to do this. <laughs> so my question about hacking is, do you think that America has not hacked at least 100 other elections? Great question, especially in those little countries. So then America Anything gets like Israel. a little bit of its own medicine. Right? And they're like, fuck, this shit is oh bad. We should go to nuclear war because they have finally caught up with our technological warfare abilities. Because the NSA is fucking nuts. And we've sponsored, uh, we've sponsored dictators. We've sponsored um, in a country with a bunch of little factions. When the leader's taken out, we've picked our favorite little faction and sponsored oh, 100%, them a bunch of times. With this specific issue, we're talking about Facebook, right? Mm. It's an American fucking company. We've probably <laughs> been rigging elections on Facebook as long as Facebook has, has existed, yeah. right? So that I just think that it's one of those issues where why why are people upset? Why well, the fuck are you upset? Like because Trump is president. Get over it already, and like I don't <laughs> know, on. it just is like living, and I, maybe this is because I'm an outsider living here. The like Russia thing mm -hmm. infuriates me. I'm like, it's just very myopic. Like Trump 
goes to Russia, signs like a non-nuclear deal, which is great, right? No yeah. one wants nuclear war. And everyone's just like, what about the hacking? What? <laughs> which, right, so if us three in here were hackers and hacked a Russian election, would that be America hacking Russia? Well, well that's so, the thing, though. It's not Russians doing it as much as it's state sponsors hacking they found. Because, like, I totally agree that it's a completely different animal if it's just people in a country hacking. Yeah. But the tools that were used in the deeper stuff were ones that were only found to ever be used by the state in Russia, like and who as do you actual think military of, things. Who do you think like made that precedent, though? It has to be America. Uh, if you look at where all the hacking conventions, where is the mm -hmm. like forefront, and I don't know, I'm not yeah. a hacker, but you sound <laughs> like you're much more in tune with that scene. I'm definitely it's a fanboy. It's the, it's the West, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, it's for sure. It's the fucking my friend well, we built GCHQ. all the technology Exactly. <laughs> so, we're just upset because everyone's like uh, caught up, and I, we're just upset again, like all of the social media stuff, because the wrong person won, mm -hmm. I think, because Hillary was using the data in oh, the yeah. same way Very. and it's like so doesn't that wash the whole thing let's just say everyone was cheating <laughs> and we'll never know right what if though for sake of argument what if we're not giving russia enough credit and what they did with facebook so america yeah we've used more advanced tools for sure and hacked things maybe manipulated data but the facebook doing it socially where it's just like oh i'm going to learn about this culture make a page that re represents this culture and start a little fire, start yeah, a fake community. I guarantee you that the what CIA has really... been doing that for decades. I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I guarantee you. countries sounds like something but that you watch a TV show. But what if they weren't so much, and that's part of the anger of like, oh, Russia found a new scheme to go about it that we hadn't tried <laughs> the, yet. The thing that put the Russia thing into perspective for me is Russia is the world's eighth largest economy. And living in the world that we live in, sadly, that's all you have to know about who's really grappling for power in the world. Mm. It's all about money. Everything's fucking about money. It's sickening. That's the way it is. So For reals. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun. If you watch, I think uh, there's that Mindhunter thing, right? Uh -huh. Have you watched that TV show? I actually followed the guy a bunch on the radio when he had a radio show, but I haven't watched the TV show. So it's just about like how the FBI were pioneering like mm -hmm. psychological profiling. Yeah. And because you know the history of the FBI and CIA, there's no way that they don't understand the power of social manipulation. You're right. I uh... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to think, though, that that might be part of the... The frustration? No, it's Russia like... have never been first to anything. They always try. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Russia. I mean, they were first at a lot of space things, but I we don't have no idea the numbers of how many civilian deaths there were. Did you hear the story about who uh, this couple, this Russian couple, that were probably the first couple in space, but there's no record of them ever existing? But um, some people in the UK used to intercept the radio broadcasts, and got uh were able to hear and record broadcasts of launches that were never officially like saved in any records besides this one that were unsuccessful they just wiped these people off the history books like they never even lived and you could hear this couple as they're like burning up in the atmosphere as some of their last words in this failed launch saying that no one's going to remember them and know who they were to each other it's like the most haunting, tragic space story. Yeah, Damn. there's a lot of similar Russian stories. The Cuban Missile Crisis is like a similar one. 
the like yes. dude on the submarine was like so a but yeah. Close. Yes. <laughs> His name evades me, but oh. it's another, you know, yeah. hero of history that shall be forgotten. Right. Oh man. If only there was a space force. If only there was a space <laughs> yeah, force. Man. None of this would ever happen. <laughs> It'd protect all these people. I don't know. If it if it like gets us closer to being like Star Trek status, I'm totally cool with whatever. Like, right? that's, uh, I just I just want to be like Star Trek. That's One world I'm government, about. you mean? Yeah. <laughs> the globalists. <laughs> Speaking of space news, I actually have a space news uh, like portion, like area. So astronomers found a rogue planet 12 times the mass of Jupiter floating around using a new technique to discover planets where you find uh, like a radio signature. Because this planet is such a big ball of gas, it actually had been identified as an object before, but it was identified it was identified as a brown dwarf, because it's right on the cusp. Like any more, um, any more mass to it, and it would qualify as a brown dwarf and be sustaining some kind of reaction uh, nuclearly. But it's just below that energy-wise, to where it's just this giant gas ball, too big to be a solid, but its magnetic field is insane. Uh, it's got, I think it's like 16x, maybe more than that. You can dive into the article yourself. But like crazy magnetic field, and that's how we discovered it and classified it better. But the rogue planet thing is crazy. I thought rogue planets before were just like planets just like flying through wherever. Like a whole planet could hit us, you guys. Yeah, yeah. But they're actually just orbiting the center of the galaxy. They have yeah. a pathway. It's I just, just found really, out. really long year. Yeah. <laughs> really long year. Just thought it was some new juice on that one. Space news. Okay, next space news. There was that surprise meteor that landed right by one of our bases without us knowing. So this is kind of spooky because there's been a lot of push in the last decade to have more active watching of celestial bodies that could be heading towards us, like a better early warning if we have to abandon the planet or blow up something that's going to hit us. Meanwhile, uh, a two-kiloton meteor hits Earth near an Air Force base that we didn't see coming at all. What the fuck? Space Force. <laughs> now, this is one of the main reasons. I love this pro-Space Force talk. I had the yeah. wrong attitude. This is great. Yeah, we just need to redesign the logo and you'll be totally on board. That's what we, yeah, exactly. I'm, obviously, I've still got that. <laughs> that yeah, this it. is, that is incredible. And it shows you that in certain aspects, we are assuming people are doing jobs that they aren't doing. Mm. We assume there's that guy with his fucking big telescope right? on deep impact that sees it. Yeah. He's not, he's not <laughs> up there. It was the size of a house brighter than the sun and visible up to 60 miles away but traveling at 54,000 miles an hour that uh 60 miles away wasn't quite close enough apparently to see it before anyway <laughs> that's crazy though but i guess there's like just way too many yeah shit like that and to most keep track of it of. probably like burns up yeah so they only keep track of stuff that's like gonna end all life if it kills a few people yeah Ideally, who cares yeah, yeah. And also, this this was in 2013. Just the Air Force had been silent about it until just now. So, who what? knows? We might be looking better in the last couple of years than since 2013. They're like, we won't release data on how much we fucked up until yeah. <laughs> right. everyone that was involved 
has been laid off and there's they're, new they're people all retired in the now. It's yeah. just the right amount of time, yeah. too, if you think about it. It's a good observation. But JFK isn't enough time. <laughs> We're still not ready to hear about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. What's so? I mean, back into the left, right? Back into the left. That's that's clear cut, man. You know? like, I could have made that shot. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> anyway, that shit's juicy. Ah. Uh, anyway, okay. Don't let me distract you. No, we we thrive on that. Yeah. That's, You've been guiding us to stuff I wanted to talk about. This anyway. is the least distracted episode, I think. <laughs> right. Okay. So. NASA's got astronauts assigned for both SpaceX and Boeing to launch their first crew uh, to the, I think their crew going to the ISS, uh, but it's the first U.S. crew going on U.S. hardware since 2011, and it's privatized yeah. hardware! Not that I'm like super private, free market capitalist and stuff, but privatized space, I'm really stoked on. Well, I think that... The the more I think about the whole space thing, the interesting angle is we've had to fabricate this foe that exists out there that has a machine gun and is floating around in space, <laughs> like shooting the ISS, which isn't <laughs> happening, right. in order to develop our arms race, which will encourage other countries to do the same, mm -hmm. which, when you think about it, there's no other president could, that could pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you, Obama wouldn't be like, the Russians, we got... Trump, you're like, okay, he really believes this shit. Like, <laughs> but I, I think there's... Space terrorists. Yeah. I Someone, think... like, dubbed a Star Wars film, but with Putin's face <laughs> and, like, a Russian flag. You know, I, I, you really got me turned around on the value of the Space Force there, but I don't think it's black and white as far as that being the only avenue. But, boy, that could speed it up, because I really am proud of how fast uh, SpaceX, for example, has evolved and how much they put the fire under Boeing to live up to Boeing's capability because I think Boeing is a complacent company with a lot of capability in what they've done well, to make commercial air flight super safe. If you look at Boeing like they make the majority of their money on arms. Another tie back to that. What better way to fucking encourage yeah. them to be like we're gonna start blowing shit up in space. Totally. Boeing are like <laughs> we're on board. We but a, a certain push wouldn't have happened to SpaceX if it weren't for private satellites blowing up in the business of well, not blowing up in that way, but I mean getting big. The business of putting satellites up for communication and navigation has just really boomed, and that helps SpaceX a lot. But man, not as much as war does. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you you we fire all these satellites up, and we're just like everything's good. No one's up there. No one cares. Yeah, no one's gonna go intercept there's so one. So many up there. Fuck. We're like, fuck. What if someone blows them up? Yeah. No one's ever done this, FYI, as far as I know. But just in case, we need to make a whole military Man. sector to protect our investment, right? Yeah. And that's what war has always been about, I guess, protecting your investment. All of the like genocidal wars on Native Americans were to protect the railroad yeah. or protect westward progression or protect mm. mining. Mm. So it's just the justification that like we're right because we're protecting your cell phone service. And the, the holy role of a military in being about protection first it would fit right into that which is like a really altruistic role for the military yeah. that's not necessarily violent i would say driven to violence like as far to go and i don't like to use this word but it is quite stupid <laughs> right <laughs> that, well, it's it's like we're like, building a gun to protect ourselves yeah no it's <laughs> no sounds, it sounds counterintuitive but i get it 
I grudgingly get it. It's like also, uh, we, you know, tractors lying around a construction site. You know, these rural construction sites where people just leave the keys in the tractor and kids will just go in the tractors and drive them around and I've stuff. That. That's like our satellite situation. <laughs> yeah, I've had tons of friends growing up that lived in certain places where like, oh, they were like prepping a lot across the street to have houses built on it. Or there is a farmer across the way, and they just like leave the keys and their construction equipment or their farm equipment, and kids would just go and like play in them and like try to put them back where they no, found them. And very not get difficult caught. to drive as well. So <laughs> I, it's right. the most dangerous yeah. stories I've heard. But I've heard like two or three of these stories, yeah. and I feel like that's how our satellites are right now. People could just like private. If, if there is that much a uh, private space flight, people could yeah, go visit them. Yeah, if you can afford them. to go to space, you can have my satellite. Yeah, that's the, that's <laughs> right the viewpoint right now. Good luck with that. <laughs> like, it's all it's just amazing propaganda. And it's amazing <laughs> that we can still be in such a interconnected society and it still happened. And people yeah. to, like, eat it up, you know? <laughs> it's, like, supposedly the safest period in... Uh, written history oh, yeah, to be 100%. a human being yeah. on average but it's still sketchy <laughs> yeah. we're not like there yet <laughs> all right no and i think in terms of overall safety the way i think about that issue is because we're so interconnected maybe we've seen the end to war because war is like too real now like mm. you see all that shit that's happening in syria you yeah. see all of that shit that's happening in the congo or wherever so like we're not as tolerant of it whereas before when media was a little bit slower and not as mm. instant we were like oh wow it's a different country we don't have as much empathy but maybe that's all it, it takes you know i hope you're right and i feel that too that we might have passed the cusp of at least war as far as bloodshed because obviously there's still trade war yeah and uh drone warfare it's still got bloodshed well, we on one to, side, but there's so much more accountability that human there. need for mm. war in a different way. Yeah. So who knows how that will manifest? UFC or one? <laughs> I, I I almost said UFC for real. I, I almost said uh, thankfully, but not maybe not thankfully. But uh, one thing that's kind of cool, and again, that maybe this isn't cool at all whatsoever. But there was that recent uh, military strike that we did. And I think it was in Syria more recently that was controversial because we were uh, there was media reports that like, hey, we really risked pissing off the Russians. But before we blew up this base, we had everyone evacuate. So I thought that was an interesting like take on the whole war of like, okay, we're taking out this military thing, and we're not just like avoiding targeting civilians and targeting yeah. a military operation. It's just a money. We're game, saying, right? hey, Russia, get out of here. We're gonna hit this. Hey. Syrians get out of this. We're yeah. gonna blow this up. So just don't be there. And then you think You're not gonna stop like, us from blowing it up. Everyone's hacking each other so much that yeah. nothing's a secret, and that's a good thing because there's less civilian casualties. For sure. Maybe not. It's the. I'm. I'm sure that's something like that's happened before, and I'm sure there's a janitor still hanging out there or something. <laughs> they didn't get the message. Just the one guy with like the Walkman. Oh, he left his phone in there. He's like, I gotta go back to my phone. What time is it? I think it's the no guy one has just, a watch anymore. I don't even know what time it is. It's the guy with the old school Walkman still listening to cassette tapes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, doing pull ups. Like, what's just that like, whistling sound? It's just like mopping. <laughs> who's who's doing that long whistle that's getting right. lower in pitch? It's so weird. It's like I haven't heard this part of the song before. <laughs> Well, I think that there's been a precedent to, like, we have an issue with a military base, 
So we're going to try and leverage it in a propaganda way and destroy it. Mm -hmm. So North Korea did that as well. They had that nuclear reactor test site that mm -hmm. a lot of experts said was fucked. So yeah. they were like, yeah, we've done doing nukes. Yeah, we're we're going to destroy it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're yeah, totally closing down that facility that's garbage <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they're like, we've got our one nuke. That's all we needed, yeah. guys. We're Can done. you just back off yeah. now? And that base like <laughs> collapsed on its own, right? Because yeah. it was so <laughs> shitty. Yeah, yeah. But they said, it yeah. collapsed before that anyway. They're like, oh, we're not going to test like there anyway. It's done. Yeah. We're totally closing down this space. We don't need any. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We've got another underground one you don't know about anyway, so we're all good with this one. It's fucking great. <laughs> don't get me on to North Korea. Oh man, <laughs> we love we love North Korea here. <laughs> no, I, I learned I learned about something today that was uh, pretty interesting. It's WhiteHouseGiftShop.com, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently it's the site that they sell like just all kinds of like White House themed hawk. And they have oh like commemorative coins of uh, the North Korea summit and shit, and like the <laughs> Russia summit. But it's not like a government-run website. It's just like some people who are like, "We're just gonna sell all this like government shit and like make fucking it's, bank." It probably goes to a company Trump owns because there's no limit to how much he can profit off the presidency <laughs> that's illegal that no one cares about. Yeah, no. like all of the tourism deals and all the property he owns that's making all well, kinds of money Well, I think him. it's a real true reflection of where Americans hold their morals, and when it comes to money, there's no begrudging anybody any amount of money. Right? And it's fucking insane <laughs> when you realize yeah. how rich some of these people are. Like, I don't even know where I would start if I was that. Right? <laughs> I, I don't even rich. know how you'd but get rid of that. But that White House point is really interesting, because people always ask me on my artwork, like, well, where do you get the street signs? They're all government owned. Like, you haven't, even though you've got an American accent, you don't really know how America works. <laughs> Everything is for sale and <laughs> nothing is public. Yeah, you can, right? Right? You you can, can buy a fucking them, right? four yeah. foot stop sign on many websites. Yeah. Like, that's how the government buys them. They buy them off private contractors. And I think <laughs> that that is the main loophole that fucks America over. Like, why do we spend so much on the military? Because there are companies that hire thousands and thousands one of my relatives works for Lockheed like yeah. it's a big employment sector so the reason we spend that much is because it's a private company that we're spending that money to so yeah there's jobs depending on it and then a precedent set and like how do you scale it back now oh, that we want to lose like 20,000 jobs in like arms no yeah no it's a bad look because they don't zoom out and think well let's like retool for something else yeah I don't know that's the thing, because it can be retooled. These companies have yeah. made and will no, make other stuff. Oil is it. Oil is yeah, the right? precedent, is the apex of clean human. Coal. Clean coal. Clean oil. Clean coal. There's scrubbers, guys. It's clean coal. Yeah. I want my coal job back, guys. Yeah. I've been thinking about it. Right. 2020 <laughs> is the year for coal. Right. Black Long, it's coming back. <laughs> but it's that clean coal, you guys. Black Long for everybody. Yeah. It's cleaner somehow in a way that's not very measurable. So it's clean coal. So get ready. Real Americans have the Fixed black it. lung. Yeah. That's Real Americans have coal power cars. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's got to like stop all the time to shovel like coal from the trunk into like, this crazy furnace thing. God. No, you have like a small Guatemalan in the trunk shoveling yeah. coal at all times. <laughs> South American jobs, finally. Yeah. Oh, God. 
It's yeah. that seasonal work. Right. <laughs> that seasonal work visa. Meanwhile... So, tr- in terms of immigration, which is interesting, and many people might not know this, because when you watch, like, normal news, they do bias it in an anti-Trump way as well, which well, I don't sure. know if yeah, you yeah. guys have noticed, oh, which yeah. I really hate. He has promoted one visa, which is the seasonal work visa. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> So immigrants can work in his hotels. Yeah, over the, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is over the busy season, you know. That's <laughs> just that one, just for me. It's just incredible, like how kind of self-serving he is. But I like—I've been thinking of uh, lately about like, uh, like conspiracy and like the JFK thing or like aliens and shit. I'm like, if that shit was was real like trump would have spilled the beans already right <laughs> like he cannot like yeah. he, he wouldn't be yeah, able I to hold the file <laughs> a lot of people have said the cia is not good enough at keeping secrets for there to be yeah. anything else in jfk that we haven't caught hold of yet i just could picture him just like spilling it at one of his rallies oh no it would be a tweet <laughs> <laughs> he exists yeah right <laughs> oh man <laughs> and, and then he like say something about like why won't the government tell you and it's like, motherfucker, you are the government right now. <laughs> okay, guys, I got one more piece of space news. So All right, go ahead. Tighten your belts for this. The Perseid meteor shower is coming this weekend. So this weekend you can hella meteor shower it up. Whoa. I turned my head in just such a way that I thought Isaac disappeared completely. <laughs> the old Whoa, behind me even. Uh, yeah, not in it. That's not a well-regarded beer here at all. You're the only one with that opinion. No, I don't believe that, but it's a very good beer for hydration. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it's like... Just, oh, it's mostly yeah, water. <laughs> yeah. It's like 2%. It's just like an electrolyte drink. <laughs> Malt beverage. Malt. Yeah, I just put that I together. I missed the space well. Come on. <laughs> oh, the Perseid meteor shower. We're going to... Get some hella media shower this weekend. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so if you're looking at the skies much, there's going to be stuff falling in them. What uh, what time? Because I know it happens during like a certain time, right? Uh, as as long as the sun is not visible, oh, okay. you'll see the so most. So it's one of those like, couple day thing. <laughs> well, no, because I know there's like some... night time. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> no, but there's like some meteor showers that only happen like in certain areas at, at certain times just because of the like rotation of the Earth and where it happens mm-hmm. in space. Yeah, it's going to be, it gets its name because it's going to be near the star or constellation, Perseid. And uh, I couldn't tell you specifically where that is. I googled some pictures. And the peak time, usually the peak time's like late, late at night. Yeah, yeah. But I think as soon as it gets good and dark, you're going to have a chance of seeing a handful of them. It should be a particularly good one. All right. Space news! All right. You guys, we're at the middle of the show. We're at the top of the broadcast, the, the apex, and there's a special ritual we do at this time, every time, and that ritual is called Commercial, commercial Chug. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you?
I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Zero three twenty eight. Hey, excuse me. Oh, God. Man, can you smell the little Caesars on my breath right oh, now? Totally. That's gnarly. That's smells like delicious. It's like the food version of like binge drinking, <laughs> <laughs> like for your tummy. Like I feel equally inebriated by it. Yeah. But those spiced meats, like the pepperoni, how it's like all that sodium oh, is yeah. supposed to cause mania. So people oh, be yeah, getting yeah, yeah. all manic and crashing their cars and stuff on the pepperoni. <laughs> yeah, the pepperoni madness. Yeah, it's literal pepperoni madness. Yeah. Speaking of madness, it's madness to pay full price for airline tickets. So if you don't want to be one of them full price for airline tickets paying uh, hobos, Suckers. then hop into these folks thing where you call them on the phone. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer, and again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-515-2397. I mean, unless I said the wrong number, do you like doubt yourself that like the last time I doubt was, myself I didn't say the times. same number that I said the other times? I never say the numbers. Like dude. what if I just gave them the wrong number and like gave a different one the last time and I wasn't not, really paying attention? Uh, <laughs> was that really it? Yeah, you go into autopilot and you dial your autopilot. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever like have like a, a double check method? Like, okay, so it's uh that that number that sounds like my second ex girlfriend's name, and then it's twice that one, and then it's that chunk of that address. What's <laughs> like, well, so they don't call me? Uh-huh. Oh man. So, what do you think about uh, simulation theory? <laughs> Living it. <laughs> Extra life. <laughs> Gets feeling simulation y anyway. <laughs> yeah. For reals. <laughs> This is a perfect segue to this next sponsor because 
if you're feeling in that particular spiral and it's out of control and there might be some kind of substance that you can wean yourself off of to help out with that, you don't have to like cling to your loser friends like us that are just going to keep dragging you down that (laughs) K-hole. Like we're just such bad influences compared to these people right here do this. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-961-2480. So this is the time when we do our taxes all the time. Every goddamn day, man. Yeah, at least every other day you should do your taxes. Send the government as much money as you can as often as you can. Because that's what makes them do things more, right? So you've got potholes, and you just give the government a bunch of extra money, and the potholes just go away, because of course they spend it on that right away. I prefer to put my money in the potholes. <laughs> <laughs> much more effective use, you're probably right. Yes! But if we, if we don't give the government all our money, how will we ever have a Space Force? Right? Buy Space Force merch today. SpaceForceMerch.com. Here's a little reality check for you Americans. Every time I pay my taxes, I think, what the fuck? This is all I have to pay? Are you kidding me? Our taxes and are I'm, lower than you paid in the UK? The pa- taxes here are lower than everywhere well, in the I mean, world. Nevada. <laughs> I mean, have you paid taxes in California? No, I have not. Okay. I'm talking about Nevada. If you want, pick, take the taxes you pay here and just triple them. Oh, I'm sure. That's why I live here. <laughs> yeah. no, amongst other reasons. We don't even have, not to gloat, but if you jelly move here and help our economy. But yeah, the tourists pay our you income pay taxes tax in other ways. There's something called For the sure. gambling tax. Every time you gamble, you lose, mm. and that's the tax. Yeah. But I love how voluntary that tax is. Oh, I I contribute at least a hundred dollars a week to it. Hey, gotta just out the kind. Gotta play to win. Gotta fix those potholes. Yeah, bless you, bless you, sir. Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I just I just abuse the the freebies. I'm just taking advantage of. The, I try to smile at as many tourists as I can. Because they're totally paying my income tax <laughs> exclusively. <laughs> hey, move here. Just move here then. Because, yeah. like, we, there's plenty of jobs. You can come to Nevada, pay more of our taxes, make it cozier. Well, the important part to me is you can buy a house. Yeah, you I can own, actually I do own that. a house and I'm an artist. That <laughs> Where else can you do that? Really nowhere. Like, <laughs> Not, at least on the West Coast, nowhere. You could go to, Maybe like, Arizona, Kansas. You know, yeah. Utah. Who wants to be in Utah? Let's be real. I know, right? I would love Utah if it wasn't for, you know, the Utonians. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd take Utah over Arizona. Oh, yeah. I've ne- I have only been to Arizona a limited amount of times. That's plenty. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean... Did something happen to you here? Honestly, it's more than anything just 
a running tradition that we've maintained of just picking a state to hate and sticking by it. Yeah. So we just and like. I redact my statement about Utah. I've never had anything but good experiences right? there. Right? <laughs> yeah. I really haven't, but. I like drugs too much, yeah. and there's no way you're allowed doing any drugs there. Arizona is similar in that way, and it has everything that I don't like about this climate, with maybe a handful of pretty cactuses that we don't have. Uh, and then that lack of anything that's better, even if it's like a net neutral thing, just makes it so easy to irrationally dislike it. So... Uh, we've made it our enemy, just like culturally. We just culturally hate Arizona without it, like as a, a Nevadan. Yeah. that's a stereotype. No, it's oh, literally right. just, just us just, two. Just yeah, we just don't like Arizona. I never know how far to extrapolate my stereotype, so I right? always ask: I'm like, <laughs> Is it you, your family, your town, or your it's state? It's just a personal <laughs> one that we've developed, yeah. and we've we've fed off each other with it too. Like we've grown to hate Arizona more. Just feeding each other the same info that's none of that's new info at all. Just <laughs> growing in hatred together for like sport and companionship. So it's like, oh, uh, just <laughs> Arizona, man. Just, yeah, uh, we just bond uh, over that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, great experiences over there. Met some great people there. <laughs> it's, not, it's not actually bad. We just hate it. Yeah. <laughs> we should have the right to hate. And yeah. just for the sake of hate, gotta hate something. Yeah, it's true. It's healthy. <laughs> Speaking of which, a lot of people hate paying taxes. The following story is fictional. <laughs> oh, boy. I had a rough night's sleep. Let me read you that letter I got from the IRS. Dear John, according to our records, you owe the IRS $37,950.50. If you don't call us right away and set up a payment plan, we're going to freeze your bank account and put a lien on your home. Well, heck, part of me says you want my trailer, you can go ahead and have it. And I only got 100 bucks in the bank anyway. But so here's what I did. I called me the tax doctor. I paid them their fee, and I got the whole thing reduced to $1,000. If you owe the IRS any personal or business taxes well north of $10,000, you call yourself the tax doctor right now. See if they can save you some real money. 800-917-8546. 800-917-8546. That's 800 Come on, we can rewind. I guarantee that no one is listening to this broadcast somewhere where they can't rewind it. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, we're living in an era where if you're experiencing this and you can't rewind it, well, you might be listening on RadioVegas.rocks live right now. Bless your heart. But even there, you can pop over to the Facebook page also or check out the iTunes recording where you should rate our podcast. Because it's hard to get iTunes ratings, so we need you. Your iTunes rating on us is going to count, like, two or three ratings on other platforms. So. My question is, was that guy a real doctor? What? <laughs> the tax the, guy. The tax guy? Was he real? Was he a real doctor? A real tax doctor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he totally he went to tax medicine. Tax evasion. Or? If your taxes <laughs> get, like, torn up, he can go in there with a needle and thread and... Put those things back together like like a tax surgeon. Tax surgery. Okay, that's gnarly. That's a stretch. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you uh, got your credit all wacky, if that number by which you're secretly judged against your will uh, with no really direct control over it. And, yeah. My credit got fucked. What happened? Bank of America. 
uh, bunch of thieving cunts. <laughs> Did they like sign you up for something? No, or? it was just like one credit card payment of like one dollar that I didn't pay for like two months that uh, I didn't even know existed. Uh, and then you get blacklisted and you're like, come on, you don't think I can afford a dollar? Oh, that's lame. But once it's done, it's done, you know? Well, not necessarily. It, it'll it disappear in seven years, something like that, possibly even less. And no, that wasn't a segue to the commercial yet. <laughs> I saw that segue to the commercial look and I'm not ready. But uh, there is a it lot was of accidental. There's a lot of starter credit cards or like credit building credit cards now. Some that you put some of the money in beforehand and then you can use your own money. Other ones that you don't even have to do that. And uh, interest rates as low as like low twenties. But then you don't even have to sweat the interest rate if you pay it off every month anyway. So a lot of and hope for that. Some casinos give you cash advance on your credit card if you really want to max it out. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> gnarly. Crazy. That always has a different interest and rate, just though, too. remember that when yeah. you go to the casino and you're having a few drinks <sighs> and you have your credit card. God. You can always go to the cage and get money. You yeah. always can, for sure. I, I only need one pay good more run, of my man. taxes. You know, I only need one good run. All my problems <laughs> are over, all right? So once you've taken it to that point and you haven't just gone and settled, because you can settle too. If you owe a certain chunk and it's uh, been there, especially if it's been there for a year or so, you can contact that uh, creditor and say, yo, I'll give you 20%, 30%. And you just got to make sure they agree not to report to the credit agency anymore. Because so then they'll report that you paid it off rather than just not reporting it whatsoever. And the same goes for medical bills. I know yes. in, in America, Absolutely. people really suffer with these crippling, overinflated medical bills. Just That's what's killing my credit score now, even with insurance. Don't fucking pay it, mm. and you'll, you can deal for a lot less. Yeah. And it's counterintuitive when you're a law-abiding citizen, which I'm not. But, but the price of the medical bills counter to it anyway, because uh, exactly. it already has to reflect but all of the other really, people like, that aren't paying They really strong-arm you into like yielding oh, yeah. and cashing in your life savings and just For know sure. you're dealing with a company they oh. want to deal too six grand to do a breathing treatment that now that i have a prescription costs like 17 dollars for a box of it um a little bit of oxygen for like an asthma attack in between health insurances and uh yeah like six grand later so yeah damn right they'll take 20 percent of that it's ridiculous <laughs> to begin with well, and the way that a lot of those companies work is they sell off debt for mm -hmm. less than it's worth. For sure. So you have to be aware of that as well when you go into a yeah. collection agency or they contact you. It, that's exactly the, the, the deal. Once it's with this collection agency, they paid so little for it that if they get 10, 20%, it's they, they're making money because they bought it as a whole clump like of debt together. Yeah. yeah, exactly. For sure. And so, but you know, like, if it gets way crazier than that and like none of that works, then there's always these folks. Or you can just call these people and mention RadioVegas.rocks and they should give us money whether or not you need their services or not, but you know, use them or whatever, try to, uh, one way or another. What's important is that you mention RadioVegas.rocks to all these people sequentially as you call each of them in order. Do you want to pay more for a new car or new home or less? Yeah! Do you want to pay higher interest rates on your credit cards or even to refinance student loan debt or less? Yeah! The secret to paying less on everything is a better credit score. Is your credit score less than 700? Do you even know? Well, now at the same time, you can learn exactly what your credit score is and learn how to make it better. And when you call our special credit repair hotline, you'll speak to 
an expert that will tell you simple steps to start improving your credit score. And the call and consultation are F-R-E-E. That's free. I'm telling you, the secret to paying less is a better credit score, and you can fix it right now. So please make this free call and change your life. 877-857-1286. 877-857-1286. That's 877-857-1286. Eight six. Okay, now we're on to my favorite sponsor. Yeah. Um, of these ones, man, I don't have a favorite sponsor. They're all my favorite. Zip Fizz, cold cock whiskey. Zip Fizz is great. You pour it into some drink, and then that drink is caffeinated and fizzy, particularly for water. But if you pour Zip Fizz into booze, which I'm not allowed to recommend, it might possibly be amazing. But you didn't hear that from me. Yeah. Also. <laughs> Hangover Joe's, which you can also use as a mixer, which is kind of <laughs> counterintuitive. It's not going to work so well to relieve your hangover the next morning if you chug a bunch during your alcohol the night before. But you'll be so hydrated. <laughs> is that the stuff that tastes like salt water? No, Hangover Joe's tastes like five-hour energy. Oh, okay. In a good way. I love the taste of five-hour. I was drinking Hangover Joe's just in place of five-hour without even having excuse me, a hangover to deal with. Um, but they need to send us more boxes, Joe's. Got to send us some more cubes of them, because they've been very in demand. So, uh, of course, locally there's Juan's Flaming Hot Fajita Cantina, which that dude's amazing. He's brought some amazing food for get-togethers. Naked City Pizza, especially Naked City Pizza and Moon Doggies. Home of the pepperoni cups. The sweet little juicy cups of pepperoni. Yep. It's not like you're served a glass with pepperonis, pepperonis in it. The pepperonis form little bowls. They just, they do that. Although pepperoni cups is not a bad idea. Like cups full of pepperoni. Or made of pepperoni. You know, yeah. Filled with pepperoni too. Yeah. Totally. I like that. So you that, get that sodium high and get all manic. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the, uh, you know, that's that sounds like a pretty good invention. Get manic with sodium! Naked City Pizza. You don't have to have the pepperoni, but it's worth it. Totally. It's worth... I mean, who knows? It might be the least damaging pepperoni because they're a sponsor, so they've got the best, safest... The, the cheese situation. You're never going to need... If you ask for extra cheese in Naked City Pizza, they laugh in your face, and then your order doesn't get taken because they leave to go to the back to make other employees laugh at the fact <laughs> that you asked for extra cheese. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a, if they gave you more cheese, the, it would just have cheese with like bread below it somewhere mysteriously. You wouldn't even it wouldn't count as pizza anymore. They wouldn't legally be able to call it pizza. It'd be such a high percentage of cheese, which is good. This is not a diss. Cheese is valuable, and it's they true. put that value to you as the customer. It'll be the gold of the future. You could take half the cheese off your pizza and make another pizza with it, and sell that to pay for your pizza, at Naked City Pizza. <laughs> Oh, also kicker headphones, man. How could I not mention that? Okay, that's that's my real favorite sponsor right now. These headphones legit please me. And perhaps I'm difficult to please with audio equipment. Perhaps I'm amazingly easy when the equipment was not paid for by me. But I would have paid a lot of money for these. And I will if they don't send enough for me to get my own pair soon. Because right now they decked out the studio. Everyone in the studio is using these in-house. And everyone's been wanting to take them home. People have been apprehended uh, approaching their cars 
with kicker headphones that they just accidentally left on their head. Oops, I didn't mean to try to drive <laughs> home with these. These people were fired and assassinated. But I mean, giant buttons. The buttons are a soft touch plastic, but not the kind that peels off. Small seams. That's a thing I get nitpicky about is like the seams on the plastic where they meet. Uh, Kicker is known for subwoofers. Their booth at CES was like the base booth that you could hear for miles. But these aren't like violently bassy. They're pretty well-rounded. They fold flat. Yellow highlights. It's just what you want going on to be discreet but high class. But enough of that. Uh, one more Folks, Davidson Big Idea is my favorite of these uh, audio sponsory things because uh, they're those folks where if you have an app idea or a product, you can give it to them to take to market and make most of the money off of it, and they give you a chunk of the money that you probably wouldn't have made anyway if you were just exactly because I mean you're just gonna sit on that shit until Elon Musk comes up with it, and then what? It's a Musk idea now. No more Hyperloop for you. You blew it. You could have you could have made at least half the money with Davidson Big Idea, could've like I'm gonna make bucks. with my soda can idea. We're done with the soda cans being covered in trucker skin flakes and dead bats and rats humping all over them in the truck, and then you put your mouth on the can when it's the container. That you're, we need something to clean that off. We need a robot to do that, and that's my product. I'm taking it to market with Davidson Big Idea. People, are, I'm gonna get those big whales to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on like the gold edition they plop that that bling they get flossy on their on their soda can and then they, none of them get communicable diseases all right so and, righteous yeah you just call I'm these people sold. you have no idea i've got an idea i got an idea i got an idea what's the big idea do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app well now is the time to make your idea a priority get it off the ground fast and call davidson we have over 25 years experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online it's simple to get started call now and ask for our free big idea starter guide we'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream dream big and be big call davidson now for your free big idea starter guide davidson charges fees for services 800-208-9876 oh my gosh that's that's a good pen <laughs> oh man when you when you catch the catch the tickle right off of that fella oh man nothing's like a good a good um vaporizing pen sometimes i feel like uh, especially when it's like a wax situation the pen is like not giving you vapor there's definitely suspended particles yeah the good part about this pen is you can hit the button a few times and it adjusts to oh. a higher temperature setting nice so for instance if you were snowboarding you can put it on like the red light and then it burns at a higher temperature so you can like level out brilliant uh, ambient temperature uh, in vegas we're already at like almost burning temperature <laughs> yeah <laughs> this guy was making these making cartridges like that of his own concoction in vegas i took one to new mexico which was like barely a lower temperature and it was like solid no yeah. liquid time for me no, totally 
penis. And the same goes for like overheating it if it's really hot, and then you'll burn your wax out, and it'll yeah. be like a darker color, and you actually burn the THC out, so it will stop getting you high. Yeah. So, what's the point? Just... Man? I want to smoke not to get high. It's Could spinning you your wheels cigarettes? over here. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, welcome back, everybody. If you've been fast forwarding through the commercials, as many are wont to do, I can relate. You missed some delicious interstitials, but. We're, like, officially doing content right now. It's, like, content hour the rest of the hour. Content alert. Content alert. I some of the sponsors. Brought to you by... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you missed some content within the sponsors. You did. He's right. He's yeah. not just saying that to be nice to us. We totally contented up our sponsor moments. Uh, man, there is... So much delicious little chunks of news, like record amounts this one. So get ready if I might post a couple things that we didn't get a chance to talk about. But briefly, I want to celebrate that maybe I'm the only one that's excited about this because I didn't even see it as news. But Logitech bought Blue microphones. So like as an audio nerd, I've worshipped Blue mics since they sponsored Eddie Vedder. My boy Eddie Vedder has been like a Blue mics dude from the beginning. And then... Believe it or not, I'm actually using a blue mic to interface my phone to this audio stuff. And it's one that they stopped making, tragically. Uh, I don't know why. I hope they come up with another one. But I thought it was kind of gimmicky to have this like high-end, um, kind of seemingly overpriced mic that just hooks to a phone. But when I'm using my phone as my main broadcast tool, and I bought this used older iPhone for the camera and to the, do this broadcast. Otherwise, I would have cheaped out and like that. Uh, but not for you guys. And so I sprung for this mic thinking, man, man, why am I spending this much money on a toy for my phone? But it's been killer. It's legit recorded sessions. I saw a YouTube video where it was uh, drums. Live drums were on it, and drums sound like shit on like, every mic ever. And that was like decent. Anyway, this isn't an ad for blue mics. It's just Is this, this your future sponsor. I guess so. It's the, like we're calling these guys out. Man, <laughs> turns out I didn't even mean to go there that hard, but <laughs> I feel the same way about Logitech too, tragically, apology in advance. Logitech's webcams are like the standard for like broadcasting when you need a camera to do it on the cheap that looks good. Everyone's got a Logitech. So for those two families to come together when Logitech has like no experience but with pro studio zooming stuff. zooming out on that as a general issue, all we see is major corporations colluding together. Oh no! Well, at least it's ones I like. But I mean, <laughs> it's like, I agree with you when you like shit, but then yeah. isn't that less innovation or is that more innovation? Well, I feel like uh, in this case, it, it could go either way, but I'm optimistic that it's more innovation because Logitech isn't wasting resources going into pro audio, which they have no experience with. So and then, then a good pro audio company has the backing of a major peripheral company when the market for pro audio is very small. So they can't innovate very much and, and still have a, a large market to, to cover up for that cost. That's why they stopped making that microphone. They but got. Why'd you stop that justification? One company for everything, right? Uh, I know that's the, that's the end game. <laughs> because if every industry has these overlap gray issues that I they know. will learn from other industries, yeah. then we come in this period of like freedom of data, which is the era that we're entering. Is that 
no one cares about freedom of speech anymore. Everyone just cares about freedom of data. Like, I want access to everything. Mm -hmm. So if everybody has access to everything, isn't that just one company? But wait, this freedom of data, can't this then lead to uh, an inevitable freedom of material objects when material objects are just data that we replicate and we have a new yeah. build-at-home scene, kind of like the old days where you'd buy a dress pattern. You wouldn't go buy a dress. You just buy the information and make the dress out of it. When most of our home products are like that, will we have, uh, and will we have object piracy? No, I think that that's correct, but that's just a different way of delivering the object to your house at the end of the day, and uh -huh. somebody's going to control yeah. the implementation and intellectual property of that. Oh, just like they controlled software licensing today? Well, so and <laughs> to I, d varying degrees of success. Well, and I just think it's interesting to like have a headline that and zoom out on that headline yeah. and be like, "Well, where do you end that?" But wait, like, is this good? Wouldn't Twitter yeah, and Facebook be better if they got together? Mm. Because a lot of Americans would say no. They'd say free market. You yeah. Know, but they have all of this learning and understanding that the other one doesn't have. Will it make one better product or will it make one worse product because both products had advantages to the algorithm that the other did? I think we didn't? will slowly slip into the control of robotic algorithms because yeah. life will be better. And that's what no one understands living now. Like, that maybe it will be better yeah. and that's why we choose to choose it. For sure. Know? I completely agree. And I feel like all the fear-mongering is part of being healthy about approaching that eventual better safely yeah. and getting better quicker because it's not going to be an easy road. It's not going to be better well, first. Well, let me put it this way. Like, <laughs> it's, we're in the Matrix, but life in the Matrix fucking is amazing. Yeah, it might be great. <laughs> we might have the opportunity for our consciousness to perpetuate after our body's gone. Yeah, in our exactly. lifetime, we're that and close. to continue to learn and iterate and develop and I don't know. Real talk, that's one of the motivations behind this podcast for me, is to create enough content that there's enough data for a machine learning algorithm to generalize my personality so that I might have some degree of sentience yeah. to rebuild from all this no. later. No, and that's what it will be based on. And when you yeah. say it out loud, it sounds fucking crazy. Yeah. But or it's creepy totally, that I want this, but no, get ready. No, because it's just you <laughs> valuing your experience and your objectivity on life and wanting it to be, you know, passed on, maybe if not through genetics, maybe that's obsolete. Maybe the new genetics is data. Mm -hmm. And we want our like essence to be passed on through what we create or make or leave to the world. Super achievable form of immortality yeah. yeah as long as i'm in a fucking robot body i don't give a shit i don't yeah, even need a body if i'm gonna be sitting about. in my body on the internet all day why am i why don't i just be on the internet exploring gathering knowledge communicating with people because if such a high percentage of what someone does that represents themselves is communication and all the communications online what's the body good for anymore well and i agree that that's probably the future that we're going to go towards yeah, that'll I happen sooner gonna, anyway it'll be we're cheaper we're going to lose part of ourselves that's taken a lot longer to get here that is about being in touch with nature or having a physical sense mm -hmm. and sometimes in reality we lose sense with our physicality because we don't utilize it mm -hmm. but i think that that is what arises to a lot of like mental disease if i'm really honest because i feel uh, like we're out of touch how we're hardwired you know it's interesting how that comes back around to how much i value and have to remind myself of the value of uh, ritual and things that are lost from religion what if in the future 
we're having to remind people that, hey, it's not just, even though you're atheist, you probably should meditate and have some form of community. It's still healthy for you. You can't throw that away with your atheism. Yeah. Maybe you should, you know, at least rent a robot like body and happened? touch some trees so yeah. you don't just live as a, on the cloud the rest of your immortal existence. Go, you know, rent a robot, touch some trees. It's still valuable. At least <laughs> borrow a physical existence. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, here, give me the Xanax back. You've got to go touch an oak for 35 yeah. <laughs> minutes. <laughs> well, do you think that that's an inherent, like... Need? Uh, no, as an atheist, do you think that that comes with these set of stereotypes that you don't like that meditation scene or the community aspect of life? Well, I feel like a lot of people, when they get excited about atheism or they feel... Uh, if they had that a lot then of turns them off because they're like, no, that's what we're fighting against is organization, and, or they like, don't realize that they're missing that when they become depressed and think they're becoming depressed because they left religion, but really it's because, yeah, because they're leaving behind social things that they need to water well, their mind guard. Is, from a mental health perspective, God is fucking great. <laughs> like, it's it's really a shortcut to a it. lot of breakthroughs. It, yeah, it, you really, can have. Hel it yeah. really helps for you not feeling alone, which I think is the origin of a lot of stuff like that. Uh -huh. God's there. He's got your back. He's your buddy. So, like, I yeah. get it. Like, it would be great. It's hard to lose that without understanding that there's a God that exists in society and yeah. the fact that people look out for one another. And there's been generations of people long before you were built that set up structures to help you out and, like, do miracles, so to speak. Heal so the sick, fly through God the God is the infrastructure. I I say God is community and is teamwork, but inadvertently, yeah, also God is the infrastructure, unavoidably, or at least that's a God also. Because you can have um, some amount of support network happen before it's even something you'd consider a community or an infrastructure. Yeah, and I think but if it's you, primitive. If you zoom out on the definition of religion, it's just something that cannot be physically defined and that bonds people together mm. so money, there's lots of atheistic things that fit under that yeah yeah so money is fucking the religion of now everybody's obsessed by money but people don't view it as a religion but really the like if i get my wallet out and get this out it's just fucking I don't have any money <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know who's carrying well, paper money now the club, man. Yeah. <laughs> i have a ticket yeah. Chris Brown, that's it. Fuck, fuck the wallet, too. Just wave your phone at everything. Well, my point is, is it's all made up. Yeah. And then, so, yeah. That's religion, right? Star Wars is a religion. Yeah. That's for sure. It checks all the boxes. Uh, there was actually a religion started about the Big Lebowski. Finally. <laughs> Dudeism. Sign me in. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, just make your own. Everyone yeah. should just make their own religions and, like, We shall abide. You know? Yeah, let's abide, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the dude abides. The abide bull. Yeah, abide bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, oh, dude, the, the floating... You remember the kid I reported on weeks and weeks ago that designed a trash collection um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing? That's getting implemented. They're building it now. Um, I forget where it's being assembled. I think it's near San Francisco. But it's actually going to be deployed between California and Hawaii. Uh, to start collecting from the Pacific Garbage Patch. Uh, nice. But man, the statistics about uh, what it has to collect are gnarly. So get this. The goal is to deploy 60 of these systems by 2020. Each of these systems is uh, as big as 
several football fields. So if they deploy 60 of them by 2020, we'll be able to clean up 50% of the garbage patch in five years. So it'll take five years for Damn. 60 of these to that's, get rid of half of the patch. I mean, I think that's impressive. Is that's that what a, you're thinking? a very impressive garbage patch, think, right? No. <laughs> no, I don't think that that's realistic. The fucking trash pile is the size of Texas. Are you kidding yeah. me? Right? <laughs> yeah. Think about that. I've never even driven through Texas, but I've seen it you on You don't maps. want to. What we should do <laughs> is just and move there. it's fucking there. big. You guys, that's open water, so we can make our own laws on that trash pile. You guys move to Trash Pile Island with me. <laughs> yeah. Or we Drift can the get the, all the trash and put it directly over Texas <laughs> in exactly the same circumference. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Fixed. <laughs> Oh man! Solutions here. We're full yeah, of solutions. Yeah, I think that that's really amazing if that's potential technology. But I'm really doubtful that that's gonna abridge any of the plastic issues we have. And but it comes to an interesting point. We're gonna get to a technological sort of juncture in humanity where we're gonna have to start undoing the shit we did rather yeah. than just stop doing it. Yeah. And we're still at this period of like we're stopping fucking it up. Yeah. But the next generation is going to have to sort of abridge how we're going to fix this. And I think this sort of iterates to a wider issue of how are we going to take the carbon in? Because that's what's going to need to happen or For the sure. world's going to be uninhabitable. Yeah. And I think any reasonable, scientific, thinkingly person is just like really banking that someone invents something mm. to do that. And there's been a lot of the algae intake systems and mm. other stuff like that but There's for it actually to the be scale implemented there, yeah. to the point of like we can document it going down yeah that's I, the only way out of the situation we're in in my opinion i totally agree a lot of people uh, are talking shit on this garbage patch cleanup thing for being not only a drop in the bucket of what it can clean up but for distracting from the more important efforts to stop putting the garbage there in the first place or a worst case uh, encouraging putting the garbage there no, because, because there's a thing that cleans it up now. No, because by the time people fucking learn, it's too late. Yeah, and, and ecology can't wait for that long. So we, no, I totally agree. We've got to start the, now. The cutting edge of thinking needs to act yes. before the idiots make us fucking. If we, you know, there's analogies agree. about society being a train and mm. like the engine of the progressives and the liberal yeah. people thinking about issues. There's momentum. We're tugging all this shit behind mm. us. No, we have to go and do everything we need to do right now. For sure. And right now, that is capture carbon. Yeah. Clean up that shit. And if anything, I think it raises awareness that we need to stop creating it. Because I didn't know it was this big until I heard about the efforts to clean it. And uh, not only that, but if more people vote with their dollar in this capitalistic society and spend the extra buck on things that don't go to there, yeah. that'll not only help, uh, but um, there's been a lot of talk about straw bans and the movement to stop using well, straws. Starbucks is doing that yeah. whole thing. I think that will solve about 25% <laughs> of Texas, right? <laughs> Green straws. Right? You're just like, this is the Those Starbucks damn... region. Yeah, <laughs> the Starbucks <laughs> county. So, I, I at first, I was for... The idea of stopping one's own usage of the straws and also uh, for the ban on straws. But a friend of mine um, who's just adamantly against banning anything 
really reminded me of that slippery slope that like really what should happen is we should as a community as a society be above what the corporations want to do and just not use straws and the straw companies are going to make bio straws to, and talk us into right. using those straws and they're going to find out how to make them the same price yeah. or cheaper and then we'll be cool we can all use straws again without a ban forcing people to do it which I is going to lead to people rebelling and hoarding straws yeah i think <laughs> it's sort of the classic capitalist justification that the market will stabilize itself mm. It won't without a movement, and the ban might not be you necessary know, to make the movement. whether we like it or not, whichever route you go, it starts with people caring about stuff. For sure. And that's why I really feel lucky to be making art and doing what I'm doing, because I feel like it's the entryway to solving so many issues. Yeah. It's just making people aware that a straw is non-recyclable and goes somewhere, but you have an option mm -hmm. and then once you think that that's when the corporations respond totally. to capture your dollar I and mean, to have that happen without people having to ban it for other people yeah. and force it on other people is so much more beautiful yeah. even if that happens a little slower uh it, that's the freeway and i i'd, I'd love to see it happen that but, way what well, just as like a counterpoint what if uh -huh. it's what if it's too slow yeah. what if it no, has to be banned for it to like, work at what all what if like not enough people care and There's many had. examples of that. Yeah. Look for lead pollution. Not enough people cared about uh, people having generations of kids with mental disabilities from lead poisoning and lead in the water and well, coming, lead in all the well, air. I think without coming, it being a government coming band. from Europe is like the other side of this issue. They really regulate stuff more heavily, and I 100% agree with you. I that think was something we had to we, regulate. No, everything. Yeah plastic straws that shouldn't be up to the company to decide and i was making the point earlier to say that it doesn't work it's capitalism is too slow because people it doesn't go, work for people to ban it there's not going to be well, enough people, people to push are it so quickly enough. concerned over money is like look at any industry organics plastics yeah. that they're not going to pay that five cents that ten cents more but what about in this case people stopping using it, straw whatsoever i don't believe it should be banned i believed it should be taxed i believe okay. we, we have a system whereby we can subsidy some stuff mm. like i don't know like a syntax well, you shouldn't know, be using YouTube, this so like, we tax if you it look extra up the real cost of mcdonald's products mm. like a hamburger is like fucking twelve dollars because all of the land where beef grazes is public land that's leased out for free to be folks so that's a tax on me as a vegan that's a tax <laughs> for you guys to eat Lame. meat yeah. right uh -huh. that's fucking crazy Yikes. so that's how it should be for plastic and yeah. biodegradable stuff because we're not considering the cost of this straw here and it's faster than just counting on the public to be good when there's this diffusion of responsibility oh like other people are doing it well i don't have to feel responsible for being we, another straw if user want to go from the angle of like money and capitalism let's go for a true cost of stuff mm. so how much does driving my truck really cost the earth and really cost america it's more than three dollars a gallon yeah it really is it's such a juicy point no and yeah. in england they have like the cheapest gasoline before tax in europe believe it or not because of the north Atlantic, uh, the North Sea in between Norway and uh, like Scotland there, has a lot of off-sea drilling, they have a lot of oil, but after tax it's the most expensive in Europe, because they realise the implications to the environment, and the problem with America is that isn't ever part of the calculation on how much stuff costs. So this straw costs a lot more than one cent. 
Yeah. Because we're not considering how much it costs to implement 60 machines mm. for 10 years and who's going to pay for that. Coffee Bean aren't going to pay for that. <laughs> the federal government have to pay for that. That's and, why you get taxed. And to have a process <laughs> that makes the same straw like a no soybeans yeah, or no hemp. That, exactly. Until they, it becomes cheaper and we don't have time to wait about for that to happen. Mm. I don't think. I think the next 10, 20 years, we really have to start fixing the situation humanity has got us in or it's like too late for all the poor people, which is the sad part mm. around the world. Yeah, because the, the poor people, if they, well, I was going to say that uh, people would also argue that the poor can also choose not to use a straw. But I mean, sometimes you're in your car. And, but anyway. Well, when you think uh, about <laughs> global warming and climate change in terms of wealth and wealth distribution, it really does begin to seem like a grand conspiracy that the rich people that are driving all this pollution, which is mm. America, like we're the rich people, we're all the ones still driving trucks. Yeah, we're the if, ones if we're making over 30K, up. then we're in the 1% of the yeah, world. Yeah, no, and no <laughs> one realizes that. And I remind a lot of people all the yeah. time about them, like a dollar a day is the standard income. Think about that. Yeah. It's laughable in America. And I think that's what's happening with climate change. Like we're in a privileged position and we're like, we can build flood defenses. We can put out fires. We maybe start to learn that we can't, and I think what is happening in California is really good because we're starting to wake up to the fact that mother, we're gonna fuck, everyone's gonna die. The rich people are gonna die. The poor people are gonna die. You know, yeah. it's, <laughs> we need to start doing something about like the climate and mm -hmm. all totally. That stuff, so. And the tied up on the straw thing, I just love that you brought up an alternative with the taxes that's different than the ban. Which I can, I, I feel that like, oh, why do we have to force it on people? But then the other alternative of just a movement where people are voluntarily not using the straws, maybe well, that's too slow. You can extrapolate that to guns as well. So nice. let's say that like you can have a gun, but it costs you fucking 10 grand. I still don't think that that's a real solution. And if we like reflect on the Vegas shooting, which dude was super rich yeah he was fucking he could have afforded yeah. whatever he wanted but not whatever we wanted because we found out recently that he lost like at least three quarters of his money gambling right before that happened yeah. that might have been part of his he motivation. was just paying a different tax that's all but he <laughs> yeah. he definitely before the uh, he was paying his tax to yeah. subsidize how cheaply he bought his gun to fucking <laughs> murder 60 people right and the, I don't know about you, I've never existed in an area or a town that's had any sort of mass murder in it. It was very horrific, and the most shocking aspect of it to me was how quickly we were open for business and how money was the primary objective of the town. Like, come here, we're still tourists, we're still open mm. for business, and how quickly everyone forgot about it. Well, I think and we had to, though. The way I this mean, town has to function, though. Yeah, it's just that, been, yeah. it's been very, Utterly like, dependent on it's tourism. It's been very, um, I don't know, I mean, a that's rude it. awakening There's nothing. There's nothing else to do in this climate, in this geography, besides have a lot of roads happen to cross here at the same place, and um, a tiny bit of mining, and basically any industry that thrives on low taxes. Those are, like, the only three options we have for any kind of income here, do you not unless it's supporting like that. The Vegas as a city has taken the shooting and has propagandized it into being a marketing campaign. I, yeah, I, sure, for sure. How do you, how do you feel about that? 
uh, I have very mixed feelings. I'm not just immediately disgusted because I feel like a certain amount of that's going to be unavoidable because it is it's our like intentions. It's the worst part and the best part of America. Right? <laughs> right. So there's, there's, like we can only tragedy. have so much sympathy when we've all got to eat, too. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. I'm not judging it. I've just like noticed it, yeah. and it's like Vegas Strong now is like this marketing campaign. Yeah. A part and of it feels gross, and I, I, I was thinking it felt gross just for me being like a contrarian and like not liking it uh, because it's like this weird thing to be hip. Like, I don't like that being like, well, oh, that's cool. I'm glad that cool. you're aware of it because. Like, I, so, <laughs> but then on the other hand, I feel like the community bond aspect, and I feel guilty for not just embracing the fact that, oh, we should feel strong together, and I like mm -hmm. that vibe behind it, and I know that's in people's hearts with it yeah. for the most part. No, and that's how I feel, and that's why I just wonder and I get a little bit frustrated because people have such good intentions, mm. and then they're just misled down this other road and it just reminds you of so much stuff that yeah. happened in the past you're like your movement was just hijacked by mm -hmm. fucking corporations like that but then yeah. uh, it's great that those corporations feel like being in the same community as me yeah. so of all things for them to hijack it's kind of like familial in a way that gives me I really feel mixed like feelings it's hijacking for money and that's why mm -hmm. it's like you're not saying we're open for business straight after it happening because we can be like, let's get through it, let's work. Like, no, like, we need a couple fucking weeks off. Like, all There's no way. The idea of a couple weeks, well, I literally I'm just got about, a cold sweat when you said that. <laughs> I'm, just talking about, like, <laughs> I'm just talking about philosophically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People need that, but they're not getting that here. That's yeah. not possible. You mean Economically. they don't need that? Well, people don't. I don't know if it's an American way of budgeting, but none of these things have a budget to function if they don't make money for I'm a couple weeks. They're all about, bankrupt. No, they don't, they don't save money like that. they should. I'm talking about a period of self-reflection yeah. where we don't use the shooting as a way to encourage more tourists to come here. Mm. And that's how I felt. I felt down. like we could have been a lot worse, though. I liked all the screens went black. That was a level of respect yeah. that I don't think I, I expected if I thought this was going to happen. and But there's just no precedent. So I think they didn't, a lot of the casinos didn't know how much reverence to show, but how much to make sure people knew we're still open, we still got to pay these bills. Because yeah. they didn't, a lot of these casinos are living on borrowed time financially anyway. They're built on speculation when we're bought on debt, and then that debt sitting on the corporation. Like that's what took came. Uh, Toys R Us went under when they could have made enough money to survive, but they didn't make enough money to pay off the debt they took on by buying themselves. The company that bought them took on debt to buy them and put that debt on the company. That's the same thing that happened with iHeartRadio going bankrupt. Terrestrial yeah, Radio did okay, but they would have had to do yeah, spectacular to make up for that. Yeah, but then is if you're desperate enough for money, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. It's, right? it's really sad to be desperate for money because you bought a company and you put that desperation on the company. It's yeah, just but like the wow. value of a human life outweighs that value for sure. But if that human life is already gone, and we've got to look at for the value of the people that live on, that yeah. they have jobs and they're fed still from it. No, a hundred percent. That's why and it's so it great. Just, it's it's yeah. gut wrenching. Mixed feelings. I'm like, hey, you know, at least you can just yeah. get on with life and capitalize off it. But fuck, that's horrible. Man. Like, I drive by there and I'm like, sixty people got fucking murdered right here. And it's and every, it's gross no even, casinos. I feel like that no would, one fucking cares. Yeah. 
I don't know. I liked Please. that period of memor- like memoriam and the blackness, and it felt like a lot of people did care yeah. as far as who I bumped into. But, no, but I've got no precedent. Do. I really know they and, and do. And I've got nothing people, to compare it to. Yeah, and when I meet people on a personal level, I really feel like they yeah. do. But if there's a casino still milking it now, like still Vegas stronging it now at this point, that's when it's like way skeevier. Yeah, that's but is way... it just the people that aren't as quick to keep up with like marketing <laughs> campaigns? But is that okay? Yeah, right? I don't have patience for that. Yeah. In this era, I don't have patience I'm for like, people hashtag that... Hashtag Vegas strong? Come on, man. No, if whatever your job is, if you're going to be lazy about marketing, it's the same attitude that leads to a lack of jobs in graphic design because people think they can just have ugly logos out in the world instead of hiring uh, people with real graphic design reputations and giving some artists some commercial work. So I've got no patience for lazy marketing and uh, like tone deaf and insensitive marketing. Like that's that's when I'm like, okay, I'm over the fence then. That's gross. (laughs) Anyway, we have to cut it off for the next show to start. Uh, Sorry to end abruptly, but... I love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, thanks to our guest, Isaac. Check out Recycled Propaganda. Throw much. money at it. And talk to you guys soon. Oh, sweet. Well, hey, Sorry, we're still man. on Facebook Live. We, we, we can do a little more send-off. Sorry, guys. Hey, you guys. Um, I love... That you know, thing, there's so much positivity and so much that I realized uh, in my viewpoint of America as like the worst of first world nations. It's nice to be reminded of how good we have it, and a lot of these points that we made uh, about things that could be better or go better, like the improvement we still have to do in society, especially in this country. Man, for the fact that like uh, 30k a year is one percent for the world. I mean, that's a lot. Uh, who's not at that, listening to that, can realistically aspire to that. I mean, I, I hang out above or below that, delivering food without the side video gigs and stuff I get. So it's that's a tremendous blessing that's, like, hard to look at when you see a lot of people who are on debt living and flossing with stuff that they can't even afford. So... Positive note? Isn't that a positive note? No, totally. That's what you guys are getting. Deal with it. A dollar a day. Think about that. Yeah. Shit. I could burn a dollar a day. I'd be fucking satisfied. Yeah. Be cool with that. I love you guys. Tell your friends. Tell your friends and neighbors. uh, Rate us on iTunes and um, live and grow together. Yummy.